Okay, let's see, do we have me 66 there now? Yes, we do. Great. Okay, let's bring you all up. Okay. There we go. Awesome. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. It's nice to see such a large turnout, even after we've minted. <laughs> okay, so firstly, congratulations, everyone. We did our first uh, protocol uh, vote. You know, we've, we've gone ahead. We've got a absolute, almost an absolute majority uh, when it comes to the board ape vote. So are we putting in some offers today? Um, yeah, so let's you know, let's kind of, if, if anyone has some sniping ideas, you let me know. But I'm going to be putting out kind of like some blanket sniping offers and see what happens there. Um, but on to today's kind of situation, I wanted to introduce you all to the different potential council nominee candidates. Now, I've spoken to these nominees. Uh, they've done their KYCs. And um, from a kind of governance point of view, how I think I want to, you know, this to go is we're going to create a second, a second ticket system um, whereby, you know, if you kind of want to give your opinion on a big cap, a mid cap or a small cap, or if you want to come through the incubation system, you'll kind of reach out to that specific counselor, have that discussion with them. If they think it looks good, they will add it to their shortlist and they'll bring it to, to our weekly or biweekly meeting. Uh, and so, um, you know, they can say no to you. If they do say no to you, I do want to remind everyone that we do have a referendum situation in our bylaws that, you know, if you get 10% of enough interested people that really want something on the docket, it gets put on the docket no matter what for us to vote on. Uh, so that is kind of how we expect the councillors to be, that each of the councillors will have a different portfolio. Uh, for example, I'm probably going to be handing the big caps and uh, partnership agreements. So in other words, I'll be looking for, um, you know, the partnerships that, get us integrated into games and get us integrated into, into discounts and different bots and stuff like that. So that would be kind of my portfolio. The second aspect of the council is research. Once we've met and they've come forward with these kind of this, this list that they've gone through, then they will start to compile formal reports uh, so that we can start voting. So in other words, let's say, you know, of 10 projects that look good for the mid-cap mid initially, three of them look really good, uh, then those kind of councils will proceed to do a kind of light analytical paper on that, and then we'll put that for a formal vote. Uh, and then there's ad the aspect of meeting, uh, you know, once or twice a week as a council. Um, and uh, the last aspect is, you know, we do not yet have from either Corobo or Gnosis Safe uh, a true ability to link into OpenSea, which means that um, I will still need to do the buying, but how it will work is, you know, when I need to buy something, uh, I will ping the councillors, see which three are available, uh, get the funds transferred to me, I'll make the purchase, and then send it back to the vault. So this is what we're working with right now. So without further ado, uh, the way we're going to do this is I want to go around and give the council, the potential nominees all a chance to give you a little bit of an intro about them. Uh, and then I'm going to open up to questions from the community. Uh, these questions can be anything to do with general governance or specific questions for uh, particular councillors. Uh, I know people were concerned about, you know, how much time do people have to devote? But I think what's special about th this group of people here is many of them are, are full-time or partly full-time or very invested in the Web3 space. And so although sometimes it's difficult for them to kind of, you know, lock down a specific hour to do something, right? In other words, we have to kind of lock down an hour for the council meeting. But other than that, anything that's not kind of time sensitive, right, like opening tickets and stuff, they will get to those tickets in a 24-hour period, but maybe not, you know, straight away. And I think that that's fully acceptable in my eyes. So uh, I think, you know, definitely I'm in favor of the highest quality candidates uh, because, you know what, they can always stand down if they become superstars, which some of them will, uh, and we can always do a flash election then. So without further ado, uh, let's go in order that I can see you on the stage. So let's start with uh, JCY, please. Hey, everybody. Uh, 
Thanks, Dylan. Uh, so basically, yeah, just go over kind of my background. Is that what you had in mind, Dylan? Yeah, a little bit about your background, um, you know, kind of what you saw in this project, how you got here, and um, what kind of, you know, traits or experience you, I think, bring to the table that make you an adequate counselor. Show your balance. Yeah, thanks. So actually, I found out about this um, through Midnight Labs, which is another group. I guess you could call it an alpha group, but the founder, Jean-Claude, doesn't like to call it that. Um, basically, uh, yeah, Dylan has a relationship with that token founder. Gated, Token-gated community. <laughs> yeah, token-gated community of people deep into the Web3 space. And um, yeah, that's how I found out about it. And then I learned more about the mission here, kind of like becoming the Berkshire Hathaway of NFTs, so to speak. And, you know, that really resonated with me. Got a chance to speak with Dylan and uh, seems like great people are here. A little bit about me is uh, right now I'm involved in Midnight Labs as uh, an NFT analyst. So essentially, you know, even when I'm not spending time in Fag Hats, um, I'm spending at least 15 hours plus looking at hundreds of NFT projects every single week. So, um, you know, that's very synergistic with what we'd be doing here in terms of the analyzing <clears throat> projects. Those would be new projects, but it would be lending itself to, you know, seeing trends in the, in the market, what's the current meta, what, you know, how that could flow into other projects that are already established as well. Um, so that's what I'm up to now. And then, you know, bringing that to the fat cats community, that um, experience and that, um, you know, finger on the pulse, so to speak. And then some of my background is, like I mentioned, in that counselor kind of um, nomination. I don't know if everyone had a chance to read it, but basically my background is in a mix of, you know, finance, entrepreneurship and art. You know, I mentioned there that, you know, basically I studied economics at Cornell, worked for Morgan Stanley for a little bit, um, apprenticed a sculptor for the art. And then I've done some tech accelerator, you know, been a part of a tech accelerator um, as well. So. Those are the three elements that kind of brought me to NFTs. It kind of combines those elements of finance, art, and entrepreneurship. So I'll leave it at that for now. Um, kind of open up the floor to you, Dylan, or just questions. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll take questions all at the end so we know how much time we have left. Let's move on to um, Ari Bay. Sorry, was that me? Yeah, yeah. How, how do you pronounce your name? Uh, well, I, I just say Rebay, uh, and Arriba, the 70s okay. was the date I was born on. Um, but uh, thanks, thanks for Dylan for bringing me up. My name, um, yeah, I mean, um, in terms of background, uh, I was most recently a f investment advisor slash financial advisor up in Canada. Um, I retired a couple of years ago after getting super lucky with some investments, um, and I've been spending the last few months. Well, let's say last two or three months, um, exploring the uh, NFT space. Uh, I did take some time off after retiring, and however, you know, obviously it was right in in the midst of of COVID, so couldn't really do too much. But um, um, yeah, I mean, I I was always in. in I, I mean, I've traded uh, Bitcoin and ETH for a few years now. Um, I use something called Elliott Wave uh, that investors or someone so some people that are into technical analysis might be aware of um and i yeah i i was i, I guess by chance kind of you know stumbled onto nfts and i've now been kind of espousing um <laughs> the merits of nfts and I, I guess some of the downsides as well to anyone that will listen to me uh i think you know they're they're what um stocks are to boomers they are uh, NFTs are to I don't know Gen is it Gen Z or Gen I don't know well to to this generation NFTs I think are are what stocks might be to older generations so um so I've been you know I've made a few mistakes you know I did the same when I started out investing uh, I've you know I'm a self taught investor I've done some courses and whatnot but uh, 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 I've made some mistakes you know lost lost some ETH lost some soul. Uh, although I do find that I'm, you know, making a lot more headway in the Solana space compared to the ETH space, but I don't know that might be that I don't know what you know I, I don't have a particular reason for why that might be occurring. But 
Um, that's a little bit of my background. It's mostly finance and investing. I've got you know experience in everything from creating shell companies to reverse takeovers to you know fat pitch investing to you know you you name it. And I've probably done that uh, you know at being an investor and having clients whose money I would invest. Um, in the NFT world, I'm you know I I'm comparatively a newbie, let's call it, but I look at most things, even in the NFT space, through the eye of an investor. There's a lot of analogies that you could comp- you know you could kind of do in terms of you know I, I see a lot of traders, let's call it, in the NFT space, using support and 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 resistance levels in terms of price and you know price movements and. Uh, yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of takeaways and similarities between the two spaces. So I think I can bring some of that. Um, I've, and I've, you know, I've looked at a lot of NFTs myself, just you know, doing my own research. And that's pretty much the gist of it. I mean, I, it was a little bit all over the place, but fantastic. that's the gist of it. Fantastic, fantastic. Good. Uh, Dr. Opulence. Thank you. Thank you, Dylan, for having me. And it's a pleasure to be here with all of you, my fellow nominees, and also everyone in the audience. Thank you for listening. Uh, my name's Gabriel. I also go by Dr. Opulence, or Doc, whatever. I'm really open, or Gabe as well. Um, I currently, I got into crypto back in 2019, and it's evolved ever since. And I'm currently working full-time in, in the Web3 space. Uh, I'm a manager at TechTree right now, otherwise known as the Inventors NFT, uh, one in the same project. And also I'm a partner at Motley D's and MetaClaims, which is another uh, project, uh, NFT project that we're working on. And it's been quite the ride. It's been very, very awesome. And of course, as you guys know, I'm sure... Being in the crypto world, you know, the bloodbaths that come with it, and we still ride on nonetheless. And uh, I got introduced to Fat Cats from TechTree, actually, from the inventors. And I, as I told Dylan earlier, I found out about it like the day before the mint, and I, I hopped onto the voice chats and listened to Dylan speak, and I was like, yeah, this is one of the, one of the, the pieces that I've been waiting for in the NFT world. Um, I really resonate with the community hedge fund and what we're about. Like that's our core, and and I really love how all of us we have a long term mindset. Uh, so far as I can see, and uh, and we really band together, and it's been such a joy just being in the community so far. And uh, honestly, I really look forward to being uh, being more involved in the community, whether it's as a council nominee or as a researcher or whatever it may be. I just I really vibe with you guys, and I'm really grateful for this community and for all of you guys for for being yourselves because it, it allows for greater space for all of us to be ourselves, and that's why I got into crypto in the first place. It's to uh, provide the avenue for freedom so that I can live the life that I want to live and create communities and create um, just so much more beauty in the world. So thank you again. Uh, and I'm looking forward to any of your questions. Wonderful. Thank you. Duke, you're next. Hey, so um, I won't get into my background too much. Most of that is in my written bio. Um, just briefly, I've basically always been managerial or head of department roles in sales design or business development um but i've been full-time web3 for nine months now mostly um with monster buds which is a project launched in september um sold out in a matter of hours in pre-sale my chief role there is a chief fuckery officer which i abbreviate to cfo um, but i basically manage anything to do with partnerships and revenue whether that's other nft projects um, new marketplaces or IRL benefits with um, bringing like benefits to our holders and things like that. Um, and then I'm also co-founder of another group, which is 50% hedge fund, 50% growth DAO. And um, I think between these two things and some other things that I do in crypto at the same time, it just really aligns with what we're looking for in Fat Cats in terms of evaluating new projects and opportunities 
Um, it's pretty much what I'm doing with other organizations on a daily basis already. Um, the reason I got into Fat Cats was actually because um, in one of my organizations, we we're looking for a couple of advisors and I wanted to reach out. I came across Dylan, then I, I came across Fat Cats. And for me, the thing that I always look for before anything else is like the quality of the team. Because so many times you can see great artwork doesn't perform or um, great tokenomics don't perform. But if the team is like, looks like A tier, top tier, then I'm going to be more interested. And I never had much time to spend getting to look into it properly. So I, I got one on Mint and I was like, I'll just get this one, see how it goes. And then um, everything took off. So then I had to load up like another ETH yesterday and just started buying on secondary. And this weekend, I spent all my time just trying to get to know this community. And I don't think in the last nine months since Monster Boots, I've seen a community as strong as this one. So I thought this, like these people are here to stay. Um, and I think this is really going places. And I think my expertise that I'm utilizing daily in Web3 already, I can definitely put to use here. And the funny thing is, like, I'm technically I've like four or five jobs, and I work less hours than I ever did at a nine to five. Um, I don't know if anyone else in Web3 has that experience, but it's just very interesting to me um, <laughs> how efficiently, like, the teams in this space I work with run um, compared to typical office environments. So yeah, I just think the community and the team here can do some great things, and I really want to help be a part of that. Wonderful. Thank you, Ju. Julio, you're up. Hey there, Dylan. Thank you once again. It's an honor to be here with the nominees and in front of this beautiful DAO and community. Um, so in case anybody didn't read my bio, um, I'm a full-time accountant and have been an auditor in financial services and an accountant since 2013. I'm originally born and raised in Puerto Rico, and I moved to the States to continue my career um, you know, in the financial services industry. So I'm very familiar with financial statements, um, you know, auditing numbers, finance, forecasting, all these things that go into, you know, building companies, right, in the background. Um, so that, I think, gives me um, knowledge to be able to analyze um, and do research on certain projects based on a numbers approach and not solely on, you know, does the art look nice and um, et cetera, things that a lot of people tend to overlook in the NFT space. Um, one of the things that really draw, drew me to this project, I'm in a similar project called ETH Lizards, where we have a DAO, and the purpose of the DAO is to invest in pre-seed GameFi investments. Um, and the main goal is to redistribute everything back to the community that believes in the project and is holding the NFTs. So um, I heard through those members as well about Fat Cats, and I unfortunately learned about it after the mint so i had to buy in the secondary market but i went ahead and i bought a, a bunch of bundles so I, i'm up to like seven fat cats right now um so you know from 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 that's what kind of drew me in after having conversations and kind of seeing what the team is doing daily doing um lives and the team is like very active especially dylan um and and he he mentioned this to me he has like a warren buffett mentality when investing in nft projects and i think that's that aligns with me and resonates with what i view myself a long-term investor in the project and i think that looks differently for everyone um because long term you know in the nft community can be a year can be five months depending on whatever we're looking at but also i have a channel which is called en arroz y habichuelas which is intended to talk financial literacy, talk about cryptocurrency, educate people on NFTs, blockchain, GameFi, et cetera, with the purpose of them reaching their financial independence. Um, I started this because for me, it resonates in the Hispanic community that there's not enough content, there's not enough education out there. Um, so I wanted to be that bridge between the great English content that we can find online and then bridge that to the Hispanic community. So, you know, as you can tell, I, I'm fully bilingual and I can communicate with both communities um and also i think i can bring that to the dao as being somebody that's a voice for the people and being also a voice for the dao um bringing brand awareness to what we're trying to build here and other than my financial background i think i have um that media 
um, background that can also help us grow and bring a different perspective that can help us keep working at this project that we think and believe will be very successful in the future. So it was, it's a pleasure talking to you all. And if you have any questions for me, feel free to let me know or hit me up on the private chat. Thank you, Julio. Clever name, you're up. Thanks, Dylan. Um, and thanks everyone for joining today's session. Definitely appreciate the time. Um, and by way of background, my name is Paul. Uh, you can also call me Clever Name. Um, I suppose I can start, I guess, how I broke into Web3. Um, and more broadly, you know, I've, I've been following crypto for a while now, um, but actually jumped full time this year and, and really specifically uh, this month. Um, and, and, and I guess confidentially, I'll kind of be managing a $10 million GameFi fund um, as their CIO, uh, but I will have some spare time. Um, and I actually found out about this project through ETH Lizards. Um, you know, previously I have worked at BlackRock. I worked there for a few years on their private equity team. Um, and I think that experience will be pretty relevant uh, for a role like this. I mean, we saw about, you know, a thousand deals a year. Um, and, you know, these are high quality deals. And it's also, you know, on, on a six to eight year time horizon uh, liquidity preference. So, I mean, that's very long-term thinking. Um, and, you know, just having that investment background, being able to like screen deals, kind of due diligence, go through financials, you know, interview management teams, um, and really kind of, you know, really decide for yourself whether you have conviction behind an investment. Um, I think that's pretty relevant. Um, and I guess how I really broke into Web3 was, you know, actually at BlackRock, we were doing diligence on Alluvium at the time. Um, I spoke with Kieran a couple of times. He mentioned Fancy Birds, which, you know, now I'm, I'm a pretty uh, involved uh, advisor for um, and through Fancy Birds, I actually learned about ETH Lizards, and through ETH Lizards, I learned about uh, Fat Cats. Uh, and personally, you know, I, I have a great background. I love investing. I've really been doing it pretty much since out of college. Um, and, you know, I, I also like gaming, too. So GameFi was a pretty natural calling. Um, but with that being said, obviously, the NFT market's really amazing. And I really think the blue chip approach makes a lot of sense. And I think that's a, a good differentiating factor. Um, so definitely happy to help where I can um, and looking forward to the rest of this conversation. Thank you, thank you. Uh, moving on, uh, Griff, you're up next, sir. Right on, thanks, Dylan. Um, and hey, everybody. Um, I'm Griff, and I don't know if you had a chance to read my bio, but basically, let me kind of just go over it. I've been into online and uh, gaming since the mid-80s. I know that may, might age me a little bit, but um, for the last 30-plus uh, years, I've, had, uh, I've been into financial services industry mainly in management and overseeing um, operations and analysts in, in analytics um, i started did probably 10 15 years in analyst role um, doing everything from setting up projects you know financials contract negotiations um, pricing and, and vendor management type roles um, and now i'm basically pretty much remote um, which is allows me more time to in the Web3 space, it got involved last year around July when um, Doge Pound minted, and I've been uh, a holder ever since. And that kind of kind of got me down the um, rabbit hole, and, and actually hold over now about 50 different projects. I've never one of these people that I haven't sold yet <laughs> to sometimes my detriment, but um, it's actually just allowed me a lot of time to research and, and jump into projects that I feel strong about and which allows me more recently to become more involved with the Doge Pound at a business development level. And that's allowing um, bringing in new whitelist opportunities, collab partnerships, doing extensive research on projects, um, you know, working with team members of that project um, and kind of seeing if this is something that the Doge Pound would like to offer its community. I'm also involved with uh, Aletheia AI. Um, it's another, uh, um, sorry, Web3 type project with uh, intelligent NFTs that are come out. So you'll be able to fuse, let's say a Doge Pound with a, a pod and create its own personality. And you can offer services with that particular, it's called an intelligent INFT. Um, on what it's called like a Noah's Ark. So there's 10 communities that we're helping onboard right now with more to come. And that's an exciting, I've been doing, working with them since October. And there's also another NFT project that's up and coming that's uh, I'm kind of helping out with as well. Um, I guess a lot of the stuff is just wanting to 
I got kind of into this when John Lemon had reached out and or Dylan and connected through that way. I loved what Dylan was doing here. I love the community. And then once I actually heard him on the AMA with the Doge Pound, I was sold. Um, it just really, Dylan really resonated with everything that uh, I'm kind of about and also wanting to transition full time into Web3, right? And learning more and more about DAOs when I attended ETH Denver here um, last February. There's a lot of talks on DAOs and it really, really interested me and all the stuff that's coming out and, you know, like DAO tooling and different uh, areas. So, again, my goal is to, to help out as much as possible within the community. I spend probably, I think I spend more time now on um, Web3 stuff than I do on my my um, current uh, in real life job, but I've also been at my company for almost 30 years. So it's kind of, you have some flexibility there. And um, yeah, that's kind of me in a, in a nutshell, high level. And uh, looking forward to any questions that anyone may have. Wonderful. Thank you, Griff. Moving on to you, Dr. T. What up, Dylan? Appreciate this. Thank you guys for tuning in. So it looks like uh, we got quite the stiff competition here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, talk about myself, but um, honestly, I'm just, there's about five, six other people that already spoke. And from that, I would have easily chosen four of them before myself. So I am going to respectfully withdraw because I just, I'd rather have some of these people on there. Nevertheless, I'm hoping that, I'm really hoping that I have some kind of opportunity down the line if there's some job openings that come up for what I'm looking to do. Um, so my name's Amit Alawalia. I'm 38 years old. I'm in Chicago. I was born and raised here. Well, well, Dr. T, Dr. T, I'm yeah. going to I'm going to stop you there. I, I appreciate your humility and pulling out then. Yeah. But then, in the interest of time, I'm going to. That's fine. I'm that's move fine. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. It. You got I appreciate it. that. But but I think that's a good point now to raise that anyone yeah. who doesn't kind of want to stand for the council but does want to be involved, you know, we are always looking for researchers, right? We are, you know, I keep saying this term think tank. Uh, you know, if you've got a voice to be set, heard, and and you know, it may not be in the governance capacity. But you want to write a blog, you want to write uh, some articles, you want to do uh, some Oprah calling, you want to help with collaborations and different things. Please reach out to myself or Serial because we are going to be growing that team, you know, pretty rapidly. Uh, obviously, you know, I think not all research will be created equally, right? So we will rank some of that research. Uh, but definitely, you know, we're going to create sections in this Discord server where anyone who does want to kind of write a thought piece or articles or do research uh, can totally get involved. And I think that will create a win-win because, you know, again, you're then building yeah. up your credibility and, and branding and, and giving us some great material. So uh, I thank you again, Dr. T, for your humility, sir. You've been no, an amazing course, member for, for so long of the way. And, and shout out to your profile picture, the OOF Network. <laughs> we're doing a lot of things too that you've collected a little okay, credit from coming from the hive and being the only one that really stuck through it <laughs> <laughs> well the hive the hive this is why i'm the oof collective that the pat on the back was i forgot to even even post the giveaway anyway they gave us a wonderful ama so we, we're, we're glad to have got you sir. Yeah, yeah um awesome okay over to you maestro yeah hello thanks for considering me for the council uh, so, yeah, my name is Maestro. My first name is Kiefer. So I'm the head of business development over at MetaGuardians. And if you don't know what that is, it's a play and earn game. And, you know, we work with a couple of different uh, established Web2 companies. And I heard about Fat Cats through one of our holders, Jev. Um, he spoke pretty highly of it. And then I started doing some research um, into Dylan and Crown Capital and Fat Cats. And I thought it was just a pretty good project and we ended up just collabing with them. Uh, but I didn't really actually get interested into the community and want to become a holder until uh, I started spending some time in the cafe. Uh, I just really enjoy the, the analytical discussions that go on there. And I think just in general, uh, this project has a good future because the community seems to actually be strong and, and unified around one idea. And then just my general background is um, I come from like computer science and IT. Uh, so I just fix a lot of computers. I used to work for Discover and just like handling, you know, worldwide computer repairs for their employees. Um, so I just have a lot of experience uh, just with dealing with people, being that front facing person. Uh, making sure people's concerns and 
uh, you know, suggestions are heard and passed along and just documenting all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but right now I do work full time in Web3. Um, I, I just really enjoy everything about like crypto and NFTs. Um, it basically just combines all of my hobbies together of tech and gaming and art. And I really didn't start getting uh, involved in NFTs like until about a year ago. And I've been investing in crypto for roughly two years. Uh, most of all of that has just kind of related to uh, gaming and everything. And then just a little bit more about my job at MetaGuardians is my main role is just finding and researching and making deals with different projects and companies. So I just spent a lot of time, I guess, just talking and being professional with people. Um, so I guess that's just a, about it for me. Awesome, awesome. Okay, thank you, Maestro. Uh, moving on to you, Parker. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I got my start in Web2, building businesses and brands online um, and everything that comes with that. It was a toss-up, almost a flip of a coin to go digital product or physical product. I went physical product for, let's say, since 2016. And uh, then Web3 opened up, caught my eye with NFT space. And yeah, it, it was a no-brainer. It's an all-in thing over here and uh i was talking with willow yesterday about how you know first came to the fat cats and trying to remember how that happened and on the eve of getting into fat cats i tweeted my friend simply crypto about DAOs, and you know with that with your goggles of entrepreneur and building businesses on once i learned about a DAO, that i told him i was like this is the way i said to make a DAO with crypto and nft that he thought i was crazy and um then then landed somehow into the fat cats and saw what Dylan was doing. I said, all right, let's learn from him. And then there's no reason to go anywhere else at this point. And so, you know, I, I think I came over from council of Kings. I would imagine oh, I'm an elder over there as well, but um, just no, no reason to go anywhere else. And I'm um, here, here for the long haul, you know, the vision of Berkshire Hathaway and just the hedge fund aspect of it. You know what we can do in the first year to five to ten years after that. Um, yeah, I, you know, just talk with the community, the blue collar mentality, working together to make this happen. And I mean, the stories I've heard in there is just incredible. We got a great group, and I'm looking forward to building with you guys. Yeah, there's a little more information in the nominee section, but I'm always here, always open for questions. Yeah, we'd love to talk with anybody. Well, I, I think it's spanned a little bit, Parker, because you know. One of the reasons why you're up here is you're a community favorite because you've literally been here, as you said, from the Council of Kings collaboration, which I think was already three months ago. Right? I mean, you've, you've been here for three months. Uh, and, um, you know, one of the reasons why kind of you were brought up over here is you may not have as a background like some of these gentlemen, but you have, without fail, been uh, coming on, on a number of AMAs, which we host with other founders and asking quality questions. So, you know, I think... The old guard that's been here for a long time know who you are, but for the new guard, you know, do please go and read Parker's bio and uh, go and read all of the bios. They are, if anyone is not sure where they are, there's a section called council nominees and you can read the bios and you can also tag any of these counselors in the next kind of day or two uh, in the, in the, 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 the fat cat's den uh, and ask them questions. Thank you, Parker. Moving on to you, Poseidon. Hello, thank you, Dylan. Thank you, for everyone, for coming by. So I'll just go over what my bio says a bit and just a summary. So it's kind of funny that I'm after Parker and before Escobar. We're, all three of us have been involved in the community, but they're also very highly competitive, so it's, it's tough to follow them. But I've been a mentor cat for Fat Cats for about a couple weeks now. I've been here for a month. I started NFTs two months ago. I originally started with the ETH lizards, and then after about a couple of weeks, I migrated over here. So as you can see, I, I kind of like these similar projects where there's investment into other abilities, other new and up-and-coming things, or as in blue chips, NFTs, and having that income coming back in. So my past, I was in the military for nine years. I've also was in the IT field for seven, 
four of which I was doing um, information security, governance, risk, and compliance for a $13 trillion company. Well, it manages $13 trillion of transactions of the secondary market. So you can imagine that the security needed to be up to snuff and had to be to government and high standards. So within there, I would do a lot of, it's part of a startup, so I I wore multiple hats where I would be doing risk assessments. So I would look at um, different vendors coming in. I would assess how safe they are, what kind of risk that they're involved. I would also work with corporate security. So we would look at the physical security. We'd assess like how can an attacker get in, you know, how can it manipulate the system and get around our security. And then I would work with issues management. So when we did find something, I would have to work with multiple parties and people to resolve that issue. So I would tell them what's the best way to get through it. And I would help them decide how they're going to complete and how to solve that issue. But also, I have a various different um, background too, because even though I did go to the military and IT, my degree was in psychology and philosophy. So my original plan was to be a researcher in psychology, but I decided I wasn't going to spend 10 years to just kind of do research in some limited fields that were available. So I moved into IT because it was better paying and had more opportunities. Some of awesome. my skills. Thank you, Simon. Yeah. Go ah, ahead. Well, I talk, speak up a little bit, by the way. You're coming across a little bit quietly. Oh, okay. So basically what I bring to the project is that I do have uh, technical aspects, fundamental aspects, and the people psychology aspects and logical aspects. So from working from here, what I would like to do is if I was presented a project from somebody within Fat Cats as something to look into, I would definitely join their Discord. I would look at their Twitter. I would not only just be looking at the, how did they compare to the market already, but I would also want to see how their community is operating. How's their team members? I would listen to their AMAs and see how they feel confident, if they can speak well about it, or do they seem like some other, like maybe a slow rug, et cetera. So I would use all my skills together to basically analyze these different um, possibilities and see where we can go from there. That's what I got. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. And last but not least, Escobar. And I, I want to give Escobar a bit of an introduction because Escobar has done a lot for us behind the scenes when it comes to partnerships uh, and a lot of the collaborations that got us here. Uh, Escobar is particularly, you know, I mean, everyone's going to see my vote anyway, but Escobar is particularly my vote in regard to the council that will be handing incubation because that's what Escobar really spends most of his time doing anyway. Uh, he is He's always looking at, uh, you know, projects uh, that are up and coming by NFT Academy and other places uh, that, that have high potential that need advisors and stuff like that. So welcome, Escobar. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm here uh, mainly because I believe I believe what we're doing. Um, this project over the last several months, uh, obviously, I've been part of. As Dylan said, um, you know, we've we've come very far, and we've done this. We've built this the right way um, in in web in Web three or NFTs, and it's just been amazing to see. And we, you know, D- Dylan's leadership and Dylan's understanding of what we need to do as far as building a community and, and structuring this project around that has just been, been, you know, great. And, and the fact that, you know, here we are, um, you know, we sold out in a bear market and we have just so much to do um, to, to keep moving. And, you know, through all the adversity, ad- adversity uh, in the, um, in the market and in the NFT space, we've been able to just make this place probably one of the one of my favorite um you know nft projects and communities i've been part of and i've uh if, for some of you that don't know i'm i've been in the i've been in the nft since about november but i've, I've been a i've been a startup consult business consultant for years decade or so uh similar background to, to site and military and whatnot but but for what, what we've been able to do and accomplish over the last uh several months i've been in the space um I've, I've been an advisor for uh, NFT Academy, uh, Magic Mushroom Clubhouse. You know those brands, uh, Satoshi Runners. We got off. We you know I got hit the got hit the ground running on their marketing campaigns, and and uh, and I'm I'm on an ongoing uh, advisor for for building out their their community as well, and and several other projects. Um, but um, 
the real the real big thing the the one thing I've been focusing on the most is is new founders and new projects. Um, I talked I've talked to probably about um, probably about 150 new projects over the last three months, four months, and I have seen uh, you know a lot of things get presented that are have have good potential, uh, and and just it's finding really what what really kind of builds what really makes a good project. Um, and and so I've actually focused uh, more so on on my company in the in Web three on 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 building out branding uh, branding for projects web development and and that's just a side thing but it's more what what can we do and and I'm looking at looking at fat cats um, you know obviously there's there's more we could do but really it's just building this brand out and uh, you know I mean you could look at all these PFPs I mean you're you're walking or you're you're walking around in web3 in the metaverse and uh you know with with this brand and uh you should wear it proudly for sure um and i just i feel like you know we have you know this is this this role um it's temporary um it is but it's it's critical i think i think we have um the, you know the next several months are uh you know we're building the foundation um further of of fat cats and I think I think you know we're we're going to create a good team and we're going to we're going to create uh, a level of trust that's needed to to develop a DAO and to maintain a DAO in in this this environment. So um just happy to be here and uh that's about it. Wonderful, wonderful. Good. I think we're going to open up to some questions now. Uh just people know the logistics uh, what we will be doing in terms of voting is it will be a pro rata vote. So uh, w when the snapshot goes live, it will have all of the names of the nominees, and then you can vote in terms of percentage. So even if you only have one fat cat, you can allocate a, a percentage to you know each of the each of the members if you so desired, or all of the members. Uh, that way, kind of you know we can get a, a avoid an all or nothing situation. You know where the two favorites get all the votes. Uh, this way you can kind of, you know, give spread your votes around. So it will be that aspect. Uh, we'll be starting the snapshot on Tuesday uh, and running it for two days. You're able to change your vote all the way through that time. This, the, for those not familiar with snapshot, um, it is, it is you know, it just, it just screens your wallet so you don't pay gas for it. Uh, so you can continue to have these discussions with these councillors. But I did want to get the council up and running as soon as possible because, you know, everyone runs a mile a minute over here, and I know how quickly you all want this done. So we're working as fast as we can without cutting corners. Um, okay. If you have a question, please raise your hand. If you would prefer to type your question, please type in Cafe Voice Text. I'll be looking there. Uh, yes, Atom49, you're picking four. Uh, I have the chair in perpetuity at the moment. Um, um shibidi cats okay shibidi cats has some questions questions for count of claw nominees goodness okay i'm gonna i'm gonna post this in cafe voice text uh if you counselors could could have a look at this okay so i'm gonna read them out aside from yourself who among the other nominees do you believe should be in the council and why okay okay um yeah, let's let's do that question first. I think that's an that's a very interesting question. Wow. Okay, let's go quickly around. Uh, we, we, we're going to probably go for another twenty minutes if any of any of the nominees do need to go. More than understandable. But um, okay, let's let's do that question because I think that's a very solid question. So let's go in order. Yeah, I mean, I can I can let, take that first. Well, question. Let's start with you, Escobar. So who would yeah. name two others that you would like to see on the council? With you. So I'm I'm not going to name anybody, but I'm gonna I'm gonna basically see like you know it, this is this is the beauty of 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 what we're creating this DAO and and you get a you get to figure out the you know we get to you know pick out um you know who what's the best team and 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 so when we're looking at and I I have to do my my own vetting um as far as like who do I feel like would make a good team um and I'm gonna look at you know you know based on the information I have to figure out. Who you know? Who can provide those those key um, um, you know those key elements to what we need to basically build a long-standing team? So that's 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 my answer. Thank you for that political answer, Escobar. Five points for politics. Sidon, <laughs> on to you. 
So I would go with Escobar and Parker, mainly because they've been around here for a while, so they're very involved already. So they've already choose to be here freely. So they already, you know, have invested time. And now that they're going to be able to have more ability and more um, income for it, I think, I think they'll be even more motivated for it. As for Escobar, I mean, he brings in a lot of experience. Like he says, he's looked at like 150 projects and he helps them get from ground zero all the way up to release. So that that experience itself would help with um, judging the products that come in. Yeah, and when I tell him eight out of time, eight out of 10 times, no, he still comes back and has a smile on his face. So that's important too, when it comes to startups, because angel investing is not for the faint of heart. Most of those projects are gonna be rejected, but if you find one diamond, it makes all of it worth it. Okay, Parker, on to you, sir. You wanna name uh, two, two other candidates that you really like? Yeah, I, I'd have to do betting a lot deeper on that one. That's just the honest truth. No, fine. Good, good. This is why we're beginning this. I'm just joking with Escobar, but it's good. You should be asking questions of, of all of these candidates in the lounge, uh, you know, getting on the cafe voice with them when you get a chance, certainly do your research. Because, you know, the good news is we've got 12 So, you know, I'm glad kind of a competition going on right that's that's good you know that kind of critical mass of as that i've mentioned so many times that you know i believe in free speech over here as a maximalist because that critical mass of debate kind of means that the very top ideas and the top people will kind of rise to the top and we're all about equal opportunity we're not about equal outcome right you know the the fact that we you know i don't know why though we do have a few very uh powerful researchers in the female department uh, in in our Discord, but the fact that they have chosen not to come up over here does not say anything about uh, the board that it's a bunch of men. Uh, you know, I, I think that kind of society is moving that direction where they're trying to balance everything to an extreme. Uh, but we still here are all about um, a you know equal opportunity situation uh, and a meritocracy. Uh, I like that word a lot, and I'm going to be pushing it a lot. We are all about a meritocracy. Do good by us, and we'll do good by you. Uh, Maestro, do you want to kind of call out anyone? Yeah, sure. Um, I believe it was a clever name who was talking about also uh, just kind of having experience, like overseeing some funds. Um, I just think that would also be good, you know, just people with experience and, you know, that you can count on to do something and deliver. Fantastic. Okay, moving on to... I'm busy raising the question. <laughs> uh, moving on to you, Griff. Yeah, I I would like more time to vet, but from what I've heard so far, and and I kind of am leaned leaning towards, of course, Parker. And, and the reason being is I kind of went up through the community ranks, um, very involved in the community with Alethea, and that's how I became more involved in and in, at a more of a team level, right? And also with the Doge Pound, so. I think it's very important that um, someone that's been around and has has helped the community and is, is there and it's like you're saying jumps on AMAs and stuff and all that and it really supports everything that's being done. Um, that that just kind of stands out to me and and um, because I kind of follow the similar path with a couple other communities that I'm involved with. So awesome, awesome. Okay. Um... Clever name, onto you. Yeah, I mean, all the candidates here are super qualified. Um, so, with that being said, you know, off the top of my head, I don't think I'm, I'm prepared to give an answer. I think everyone has their own background. That would be, you know, a nice fit for the council. Um, you know, I mean, when I think of a council, I think of a team that works well and they have good cohesion together. Um, so, you know, no one necessarily stands up by themselves. Although, I think maybe the exception. Might be Escobar for kind of the incubation role. I think that's just a natural good fit, good background. But, you know, kind of with that being said, you know, I think really from the council perspective, you have to value transparency. You have to someone hopefully who can like due diligence on an investment. You need someone who has, you know, connections in a broad network. And then you just need someone who kind of organizes everything. And of course, everyone, you want to have all of those traits. Um, so for that reason, I probably won't name any further names. Fantastic. Yeah. When I'm looking for, for, for this, for my own voting, I'm looking at, people that can fulfill the different council positions, right? So big caps, mid caps, small caps, incubation. I'm looking for people that have a decent underlying ability to do research, 
then I'm looking for basic people skills so that they can communicate with the community because I think that will be important, right? We are, uh, you know, the, the governors of the governed and vice versa. You know, we are part of part of the electorate and we are governing the electorate. So, you know, we do have to be able to speak to them regularly in a positive way. Uh, and then lastly, I would say network is important, right? You know, we've mentioned this numerous times in the cafe that this place is still very small and everyone is kind of one step removed from Gary V. And so, you know, those who do uh, come with a bit of a track record here, not just in research, but have been community managers, have been doing partnerships and stuff like that, that is something I am weighing quite heavily because, uh, you know, my network alone should not only carry fat cats. I would like that, you know, some of the councillors' networks do as well. And then I would think lastly, you know, but this I think is something that fits you all of you already, is, you know, the ability to speak. Uh, I'm very impressed with the kind of the, the, the quality articulation that's going on over here because uh, that will be important, right? We are all going to become brand ambassadors uh, and that starts with our counsellors. Uh, Duke, do you want to kind of single anyone out? Uh, also, if there's any yeah. other questions... Oh, okay. Yeah. Do, go for it. Yeah. Okay. No, no, go for um, it. Okay, well, just to touch on what you just said, I think networking is like the single most important ability in Web3 in, in its current climate of the space. Um, in terms of other nominees, I would probably take like one of Parker Escobar for sure, because they're like OG in the community and um, within their realms as well. And I think that says a lot. And I think um, obviously everyone's a quality nominee. But I, I quite like JCY. Um, thinking from the perspective of who, who I feel like I personally, if I made it, could work with, I think JCY brings a perspective that would be very different to mine, um, coming from very different backgrounds and things like that. And so I think that's someone I could work with. So that would probably be who I'd vote for. Thank you, Duke. Julia, over to you, sir. Hey there, guys. Um, I guess it's it's also a very political question. It's, it's tough to answer. Um, I have to read more in depth. Um, what the other nominees um, have posted about themselves to kind of refresh what I've heard here on this meeting. But I think I, I know clever name from our other community together, and he has experience um, in private equity projects and, and different DAOs as well. So I think he would be a great candidate to, to, to have up there. I think everyone else is, is very great. What I've heard here is impressive, but I think I, I resonate with what, um, was said about people need to, you know, we can't have everyone that's just a person that's in private equity or funds. You know, we also need people who can investigate, but people who can network. And, and I think that's very important because we need to build communities and you don't only build communities by doing research. So I agree with what was said previously. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a mix of somebody that can be, have an auditor hat can be very, um, research-minded, have analytical and critical thinking, but can also communicate that in, a, in, a, in an easy way and resonate with the common folk of the community that's outside this Discord. So just wanted to bring that up and, you know, um, um, best of luck to anyone. I think a lot of people up here are very qualified. Thank you, Jan. And, you know, when it comes to kind of like the, the, the small caps, aka the, the, the new big prop uh, projects coming out, that are good, good arbitrage flip for us, something like PXN. You know, everyone knew PXN was going to do well, right? The only question was how well and how the hell do I get a whitelist spot? And that, you know, it's, it's kind of the person who's in charge of that part of the department, having the network like I do and expanding that network because I don't know everyone uh, is extremely valuable. So uh, I saw that Parker, you know, sorry, Pearl just asked a question uh, before I move over to you, Dr. Opulence. Paul said, will there be researchers that are able to kind of work under some of the counselors that are dealing with specific portfolios? Absolutely. When people are, get, are asking now about getting involved in research, we're going to be fine-tuning that research a lot. Right now, we've been kind of doing it as um, organized, organized anarchy, whereby anyone who wanted to kind of do some research, we're giving them a channel just to kind of get their feet wet get their style, get their area of focus. But we will start to make, in addition to kind of these general thought pieces by individuals or alpha calls, we will be making more focus sections that are that are fund-specific uh, so that we can kind of, you know, give our counselors many more eyes to help with things. Uh, Dr. Opulence. Thank you, Dylan. Um, my answer
answer is going to be similar to some of my other fellow nominees. Uh, from what I've heard so far, everyone again is very qualified and I have a lot of respect for everyone and all of you in the audience as well. Um, Parker and Escobar definitely stand out as what you have said that they are OGs and um, about what they've said uh, with their role in the community. And uh, I would definitely love to do more research and get to know each of my other fellow nominees much more, including Parker and Escobar, uh, before I would make a, make a decision. Um, and in addition to what the qualities that you said that you're looking for, Dylan, and also Julio, um, I'm also I'm, I'm looking for, for passion as well and dedication. Uh, you guys probably did say that, but um, passion for me is a big one. Uh, I know it is for me. That's, that's how I operate. I operate from my passion, uh, and I will go to the end of the line for a project, so, um, so long as it's received and it's reciprocated. So that's what I'm looking for, and also cohesiveness within everyone. Uh, and yeah, the, the ability to communicate clearly and to uh, be a stand for the people. So thank you, and that's my Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a very good one you bring up because so much of the time when I do speak to project founders, one of the kind of big red flags is if, you know, the marketing looks like it's excited and it's got so much plans and you get in a call with the founder and he sounds like, oh, my God, can we just mint already? Oh, my God, can we just mint? I'm so tired. Oh, my God. And then, you know, and then he's like, like gone two days after the mint. So, uh, yes, this, this is not for, you know, this council is for the builders and the settlers uh, who jump out of bed, you know. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give kind of a shout out to Dom and, and Sharkbait or, or Joe from, from Creeps. Because those guys have no need to get out of bed. They've already raised 25 million. Uh, and yet they do. They're excited to keep building and, and, and creating new toys and new things. So that's what we need from founders. And that's what we need from the council as well. Uh, you know, yeah, Arabe or I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's perfect. Dylan. Um, okay. So I, I would just say, uh, I'm not sure how many people are aware of this gentleman named Michael Mobison. And he writes a lot about uh, investing and you can generally find his pieces uh, available online, but he's, he works for major investment banks. But um, one of the things he kind of talks about is diversity of thought. And that's basically, you know, not having teams that are completely homogenous and you know have so i don't know if the nomination process is close or not but i would love to see at least one or two or few women kind of step up and 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 you know be part, wanting to be part of the council that's one the second part is just going off of the diversity of thought process uh I, you know i mean there's a lot of people on on the panel or uh, or my fellow nominees that uh, already have experience um, you know, working with NFT projects like on on the back end and kind of launching them and incubating and collaborations, and that's something you know, I have zero experience in. So I would, you know, I I don't want to single anyone out, but I would love to see one one or a few of those people, you know, on on this panel. And and yeah, I mean, I, again, everyone's qualified is what I would say. Um, I just, you know, if I really had to kind of drill down on it, I would say. Uh, someone who is, um, you know, intimately um, familiar with working uh, on a project on the back end. Um, that's something which, because I have a lack of experience and I would love that perspective, on, you know, on the board of nominees. So that's my answer. Thank you for that. Um, JCY, final words to you, sir. Yes. Um so basically the question behind the question, who should I vote for, right? Uh, everyone here is good. And like your own investments, it's do your own research. So what I would say is, you know, who can speak intelligent and succinctly? You know, who can, this, this has all been said by Dylan and some of the other people as well. Who can speak? Who can they do research? Are they involved in it on a daily basis? Have they shown that they can do it? Um, and do they have a network, right? So are they already working in Web3? Can they? shown have they shown the ability to build a network to reach out to people to again going back to the speaking piece of it um 
I guess I'll give the no BS answer. I mean, I'm going to vote for myself. Otherwise, I wouldn't put I would have withdrawn. Right. Um, because, you know, I want to be a part of this group. I think I could do good things for it. Um, they're all, all the candidates here are great. And um, I'll leave it to you guys to make your own decision. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, okay, let's see if there's a final question. No, okay, I think, you know, it's, let's close it off over here. I think this is a very good beginning. And, um, you know, as we all say, do your own research. And part of that in this case means do please uh, kind of, you know, speak to the different councillors in the, in the holders chat, in the fat cat's den, uh, pose them some questions, maybe just hang out with them in the cafe if they've got time, if you've got time. Uh, in addition, you know, I will be there in perpetuity. Uh, I will be constant. You know, I have a weekly call anyway with John Carlo and Brett. Uh, so, you know, we'll be kind of going through things and talking there. And a little bit of alpha for all of you. Uh, you know, I'm John Carlo's collaboration manager. But what that means is, uh, you know, Midnight Labs is going to be heavily focusing now on building a curated calendar, right? You know, remember we put out that poll that had over 500 responses of people feeling like, you know, we really should be tightening down what we look at for our marketplace, for example, right? So we will be, uh, you know, looking at docs founders now and pseudo docs, and we'll be getting a curated list of the, you know, the most prominent up and coming projects from John Carlo's community as well. And then, you know, we will be the front end whereby, you know, our collaboration team of five headed by myself will be uh, reaching out uh, to you know to secure the very best spot so we'll probably have less stuff on the marketplace with more higher quality stuff but i'm mentioning that now because i am regularly talking to wgmi brett kosher Giancarlo. we will be getting their thoughts in as well so we will have some outside thoughts coming in uh to avoid us just becoming an echo chamber but ultimately though this council you know will be the most influential body within our in our ecosystem uh, and um, and so do please kind of, you know, take this vote seriously. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and for those who kind of, you know, how it will work is every six months after the initial vote, one of the councillors will come up for election uh, based on who got the highest amount of votes and so on. So, uh, yeah, that's how we're going to be handling this. And thank you, everyone, for joining. I am going to stop me six now. Let's see that it works.